0: This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG.
1: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
2: Final hour of the program here. Trek back with you in studio, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, Jimmy B and TC Right now, time to talk a little hoops coming up. We got girls' basketball coverage that will continue on tomorrow. One thirty it'll be Indianola against Cedar Falls at a three fifteen West Des Moines Valley in their matchup with Iowa City West. And then next week at the well, it'll be time for the boys to take over. Luke Feddersen from Iowa Preps. He's always got his eye on the high school basketball scene, and he joins us on the Draft House fifty hotline. What's happening, Luke?
3: No, that's how are you do a draft.
2: Doing well. It's a busy time, no doubt about it. A lot of college and high school basketball to get into, spring training going on. But we're here to talk about the boys' tournament next week at Wells Fargo Arena. And uh, to start things off, a new style, a new system of releasing the brackets in the old days, they did it simply by a point system. You beat a 4A school, you get four points. You beat a 3A school, three points on down. And then you just add up the point totals and you seed it that way. That has changed more involvement for the coaches, and then they had a show uh, that happened yesterday afternoon with the uh, high school sports network, and they released it on that. Do you like the new system? Do you like the old way better? Where are you at right now? What like, I like is
3: I you like the fact that maybe it's just them that don't want to be accountable, but they want to throw more on the coaches. For example, you know, if you're looking at you know a three A, you might see Xavier as the eight seed. Is that really what waverly Shellrock earned, or you know West L, or whoever would have been that one seed? in the previous system. So I do like the fact that they're kind of getting input from the coach and saying, I really don't want to play this team. They should be, you know, they're not an eight or seven seat. They should be a three or four seat, or, you know, something along those lines. The show, you know, some of the people think about the show are just simply, you take away more time from, from the scout, from the preparation, from the coaches. But at the same time, it is cool. It does give it a, you know, it, it just, you know, makes it a bigger deal for some of these kids. And, you know, getting a chance to play at the state tournament is a big deal, and it's an opportunity that, you know, not every kid gets. So it's just kind of another another thing to showcase of these kids and give them, a, you know, another reason to kind of focus on something else outside of school. But I do think it's a great thing overall, um, just in general, what they're doing, and they're trying to be proactive, which I think is a step hopefully in the right direction for kind of how things go just kind of in general with the, the associations and everything.
2: Yeah, I I like the way that they're doing it. You mentioned the involvement for the coaches, and I think that's a big part. I mean, if it would just be, you know, the guys in Boone getting together and trying to see it themselves, you'd hear all kinds of crazy theories and and things like that. So this makes more sense to go down this road, and and I think it's going to be good here in Central Iowa. I think a, a little bit disappointed, though, in Class 4A. The two CIML teams that make it to State, Valley and Des Moines North, they do face each other in the opening round. Good news, the CIML at least will have one semifinalist. The bad news is the other team is going to be knocked out right away. That's uh, one thing where I, I believe also is it the two-way bracket that has two uh, schools from the same conference also playing each other. Maybe a way to at least try to stay away from that in the future?
3: I definitely think they should because, you know, the, you know like you mentioned, the lower schools and then the point north, which actually makes it interesting, because north is a seven-seed to beat probably earlier the season. Mm-hmm. is a two-seed. I like those, you know, that opportunity where you get a, uh, you know, backdoor versus Sioux City it's going to be an excellent game. The Duke Tennessee versus to Kennedy, or I'm sorry, Cedar Rapids, those are two teams that have played each other. They're familiar with each other, and, and that is cool. Like, it is it is great, like you said, to have two CML teams in there and have an opportunity, like you said, to get into that. That's my final round. That's a, that's a great opportunity for these kids, but at the same time, I like the interconference matchups to see, oh, is the MBC better than the CML, or is the MAC better than the MRC, or whatever. Different opportunities like that, and I think that is something they should really consider. It's it's eight teams, and they do have a little bit more flexibility with the coaches. I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. If, for example, if you do the Valley versus Des Moines North, do you move North up? Do you move Valley down? How do you do that? But I do think it would be something that that you know, at least from the the fans' perspective, where you know, there's no you know, no poll or no favorite or anything along those lines. Far it, it's just cool to see those those. That have not met or not familiar with another outside of you know the AAU, the summer type of basketball
2: things. Well, Des Moines North they're led by their outstanding sophomore in Tyreek Uh As you look at the sophomore class coming up, I mean, we've talked about a lot of some of the older prospects there, but another good class. And Luke, you've been covering the high school scene now for a number of years, and you see the depth that has happened in boys basketball, the number of D1 kids. Maybe they're not going to an IY or state or a power conference level, but you're seeing kids that are making their way up, playing for the Dakota schools, finding some other D1s out there. Just talk about the depth that you see across the landscape and how different it is than maybe even just 10, 12 years ago.
3: Yeah, they, you know, they, a lot of credit deserves that goes to the, you know, the AAU programs, AAU coaches, whether it's the Barton Stormers, the Attack, or you know, Kingdom Hoops, and so, Martin Brothers, and so many different other ones that I'm not going to be naming them all. But I think it gives a lot of credit to them for the work that they've done, not just, you know, in terms of building facilities and doing things like that, but, you know, getting down and working with these kids, helping them improve as players. And I think that really has, like you said, added to that place. You said there's going to be, you know, there's always going to be every few years, every often years, there's going to be the Harrison Barnes, where they have, you know, offers throughout the country or the market's paid to kids like that. But I think it really, like you said, adds to that floor, and it gives more opportunities for the, you know, like a, looking at, at the 2 A ranks, Kemper Catholic and Matt Dillinger, mm-hmm. the kid is going to get an opportunity to talk to the state. And, you know, that's one of the things where if he didn't play AAU basketball and kind of gotten out of the summer and the spring, he might not have had that opportunity. And it's critical for you know, for the, the college coaches to see these kids during that time because very few kids who don't play AAU, who just play with their high school team during the summer and spring, get both Divisional and Scholarship. So it's a really good opportunity, and I think – you know, like I said, a lot of those coaches, a lot of those programs deserve a ton of credit for what they've done in terms of building things up and, um, you know, helping helping progress the kids at a younger age, and then continue to help, hopefully, you know, nationally help uh, the Iowa team in terms of um, the players, and how coaches recognize them, and that kind of everything when they're looking for scholarship players.
2: Hey, Luke, uh, our phone connection a little bit funky here. Is it all right if I try to give you a call back?
3: Yeah, my apologies.
2: All right, we'll give uh, Luke Feddersen. With Iowa preps, a call back here, get him back lined up. And, yeah, you heard it. It was uh, getting a little funky there, so we will try it once again and get him here uh, as we take a look forward at the uh, scene coming up next week at Wells Fargo Arena. It'll start up on Monday morning with the Class 1A quarterfinal round and then uh, continue on Wednesday, the late game at the Well in Class 4A. It'll be that matchup here, Central Iowa, in the CIML with uh, West Des Moines Valley and Des Moines. Sorry about really that. looking forward to that one. All right, that. Luke, we got you back?
3: Yep, I'm right here.
2: All right. Sounds much better as well. We're all good. Connection, phone lines, you know, old-school technology. Sometimes those things uh, can happen. So I want to take a, just a peek with you here through the brackets. We talked about the Valley-Des Moines-North matchup 2-7, and North got them earlier this season, and really catapulted North in a big second-half run uh, that the Polar Bears went through. Iowa City West, the number one seed, no surprise there. Just how good is this Iowa City West team? We've seen them in the past be upset a couple of times in their seventh consecutive appearance at Wells Fargo Arena. It, the gap between them and everybody else is it as big as it's been in a while?
3: What you'd have to, you know, it, it's it's close. I don't want to say. I want to say it's pretty similar to these past few years. They're really dependent, really heavy on those top three: Devonte Lane, Connor McCaffrey, Patrick McCaffrey all, you know, Division One talented players. But what they, you know, what they lack is they really need those other players to step up when, you know, if there's foul trouble or injury or something like that down there. That's what they're going to really need. So I think, you know, I think it, it kind of will be like last year where they're going to be considered the favorite, but they're definitely beatable. You know, Valley obviously did a great job with what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, more than anything, they, they, you know, have those three elite premier players, but I think they really have to have some help. You know, kids hitting big threes when they're, you know, they're double teaming the main guys or things along those lines, and they got a good matchup. Although Newton's done a great job, um, obviously going, you know, having success against the CIML through the through the state tournament or through the playoffs. But I think it's going to be they're they're definitely going to be favored heading into that title game with what they have and um, what they've done this season.
2: Iowa City West hasn't lost to a, a team from the state of Iowa since back before Christmas, back on December 20th when they lost at Cedar Rapids Prairie. Uh, continuing on the four A bracket. Dubuque-Hempstead and Cedar Rapids-Kennedy, the 4-5 matchup, 3-6, Bettendorf and Sioux City-East. Is there a team out of that group that you like here, uh, a team that you think might be a cut above the rest out of those four?
3: I think they're all pretty similar, but I think the team I like the most is Kennedy. You know, their they're team, coaching-wise, has consistently been um, you know, been in the mix for a state tournament, but they have a ton of talent on their team. I think that's going to be the one out of that group. I think you know all those teams. You know, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if any you know any of the four move on to the from those first round games. But I think I like Kennedy just because they're you know MVC. You know, they've had success, and then Sioux City East is a very talented team. The MRC teams out west haven't had a ton of success at the state tournament, so this will give them an opportunity. And more than anything, you know, like we talked about with the coaches voting, they have a huge chip on their shoulder just from the fact that I believe they only lost two games this year, and they're the number six seed, so they have a big complaint i think they'll try to play and kind of prove that um you know just because they're from you know the missouri river conference doesn't mean they can't play on that side of the state
2: and uh a youngster vanderloo that's the coach's son correct for uh sioux city east
3: it's it's a relation i don't know if it's son. i think it might be nephew There's there's vanderloo's kind of run the sioux city (laughs) area so i believe (laughs) it's a nephew
2: i know it well i know it well my wife is from sioux city and i see that name all over the place uh, when we make our way back to the western side of the state, so a peek there at the three, our four A bracket, excuse me. Let's go to Class three A at the top. Waverly Shell Rock, the one seed, undefeated. West Delaware Manchester, the two Pella, the number three seed. We've seen a lot of them, and uh, locally Dallas Center Grimes back at state, uh, getting there as the number seven seed. Out of that group, you got Cedar Rapids Xavier, though the record doesn't look good. They play in a predominantly four A conference, but a lot of depth it looks like in this three A bracket.
3: Yeah, you could really make a case. There's probably, I mean, you could probably make a case for more than five, but I, I could make a case for one through five seeds wouldn't being shocked if they won. You know, they talent wise and the success they've had this season, it would, you know, wouldn't be a situation where, you know, it's a Mount Pleasant one. They have the talent. They're, you know, more of a junior based team, but they definitely have the talent and the athletes on the roster to do it. Xavier, like you mentioned, obviously, you know, the record doesn't matter. They've been playing a brutal schedule all year and that's really going to help them. West Elmore, Pella, Waverly, Shellrock, those are teams that are all, you know, obviously have success. Continue to have success in the basketball court, and you know the the, the winning ways they've done, had this season has really shown that they have an opportunity to win that state tournament. I think those those five teams, like I said, and that that's what's frustrating about it. Obviously, an eight team team tournament is you know only four of them are going to move on, but I think that's going to make, what makes it interesting and will make it a great tournament at the three A level.
2: Any uh, names to keep your eye on? I know Waverly uh, they have a youngster that's on his way to you and I. Uh, Austin Fife is that how you pronounce it?
3: Yep, exactly. Very talented big man has signed with you and I this year. He's been committed for, you know, a year and a half now. And he's, he's going to be, if he would have waited, I think he would have gotten more of those, those Power Six look, conference looks. But at the same time, he's found a great fit close to home. That's going to be one. And then, um, a sophomore out of West Delaware, Derek Croakman, who's already started, um, adding up some division or landing some division one offers has some bigger attention. You know, it's like the, the Dakota schools we have talked about in schools along those lines, but he's also getting bigger attention and things like that. So that's going to be a kid, you know, in the class of um, 2019 who's really going to be one to watch over the next few years.
2: Let's jump over to the two-way bracket. No surprise. Hey, look at the top. Hull Western Christian, the Wolfpack again, uh, sitting there as the number one seed. Uh, that matchup in two-way, two conference squads with Western Dubuque and Comanche. But uh, Central Iowa-wise, Pella Christian Boy, they play in a predominantly three A conference. They were really good. I saw them a couple of times this year. Really impressed against their neighbors to the west in Van Meter. Uh, what do you know about that Van Meter squad? It looks like there's been a lot of talent in every sport here lately for Van Meter.
3: I think what, you know when you see smaller schools, and I'm not saying Van Meter obviously is terrible in previous years, but it's kind of cyclical where mm-hmm. you know you get these classes where they have these ex- excellent athletes. What's most impressive about them is the fact that I believe their top nine scorers are all juniors or under. So they're really young. That's just the fact that, you know, they've had success but they're doing it with an extremely young team. And so, you know, balance has been a big part of theirs um offensively and then defense has been a big part of their success. But they don't have anybody scoring over twelve points a game, but you know, they, they rely on a lot of different options, a lot of different kids to score where it's kind of the exact opposite at Pella Christian, who, you know, is one of the most number one senior laden teams in the state. And also the fact that um, they rely heavily on two um, on uh, two seniors that to do most of their work. So it's definitely, you know, it's definitely two two differing teams, and it's really going to be interesting to see how they do. I think Poly Christian is going to be the team that comes out of that game, but you know, just because, like you mentioned, schedule wise, they're playing against three A and some of those power teams, you know, the Pelos, things like that. But I think it's definitely going to make an interesting matchup just to see two different styles going head to head here.
2: Luke Federson from Iowa Preps with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. You can find it over at iowapreps.com, part of the Rivals Network. Finishing up with the Class 1A bracket, Luke, and uh, with it going through here, North Lynn defending champs undefeated, 25-0. and They're at the top spot. gladbrook Rhinebeck, the Rebels as the four seed against Linville-Sully. That should be a fun game. And, and if you haven't seen uh, Joe Schmoltz for gladbrook Rhinebeck, boy, that kid can fill it up in a big way.
3: Yeah, and he he really kind of stood out the last few years at the state tournament, and I think that's what makes his team so interesting to watch. He's averaging, last time I checked, over 30 points a game. Mm -hmm. So obviously he can score pretty easily, and he's one of those ones who easily can be capable of putting up a 40-point game at the state tournament. So, you know, that's going to be a great team. He's got, a you know, a tough challenge, like you said, with the Linville Sully another good defensive team, and then also potentially North Lane in that semifinal game, depending who gets on the other side. But that's going to be, there's a lot of really good offensive teams, a lot of good balance, a lot of good, you know, like, scores, and that's what's going to make the 1A tournament so fun, as long as those kids can adjust obviously a bigger setting, bigger court, that type of thing. But I think it's going to be a great opportunity just to kind of showcase who is the best offensive team and player out of that 1A level.
2: You know, Smoltz on his way to play at the D2 level, uh, on his way to Upper Iowa next year. Did he get much interest, maybe from some smaller D1 programs, or was it pretty strictly D2 for him? Do you know?
3: It seemed for the most part Division Two. You know, obviously he's got a great connection with their location and where Upper Iowa is, and then you also have a former great Iowa high school great in Brooks McCowan. There, which kind of helped with his recruiting, I think more than anything. And he, you know, he definitely—I sh- feel like he should have gotten more of those Division One looks. But I think in the end, it was more of that Division Two opportunity and seeing what was coming. And you know, even with playing the AAU ball that we talked about, I think you know it was mostly ended up being that Division Two looks at the end.
2: So, uh, out of the guys that you're going to see down at the state tournament, give us a name or two we haven't talked about that you're looking to get an eye on.
3: Um, I think you know when you're thinking about those teams, I think one of the biggest things. Um, you know, like I said, I mentioned Derek Krogman obviously from uh West Del, where he's gonna be a kid to keep an eye on. I really like the the players at Xavier. They're gonna be uh playing against Mount Pleasant in that first round. Matt Mims and they have a number, number of other talented players who really did an excellent job last year at the uh, at the state tournament on their way to the title last year. Western Christian's gonna be an interesting one because Coaching change in the offseason is going to be, you know, they obviously haven't missed a beat. And then, you know, I think Paula Christian with the two seniors leading the way, obviously those kids are telling them enough to win a state title. And I think those are kind of some of the main ones, um, you know, at the smaller levels, you know, mm-hmm. if you go to, you know, obviously the kids we talked about with the McCaffrey brothers and, um, you know, I like to see what Quentin Curry does at Valley to kind of see how he does and kind of performs, um, after he's obviously suffered an injury in the offseason. So I think. You know, more than anything, team-wise, it's going to be great, but I think individual player-wise, it's going to be outstanding with, you know, also the Des Moines North kids and just a bunch of kids that can obviously play at a high level.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun down there, no doubt about it. Looking forward to it, Luke. Appreciate your time, as always. We'll talk again soon.
3: Thanks again for having me on, Trent. I appreciate
2: it. That's Luke Feddersen, Iowa Preps, part of the Rivals Network, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Great prospects here, senior class, Connor McCaffrey, uh, Devontae Lane from Iowa City West, both of those kids. As mentioned, Austin Fife from Waverly-Shell Rock. And, uh, you know, just some real good D1 prospects that are going to be out there. The sophomore class is absolutely loaded. Uh, going to have a couple of kids that are top-ranked. Patrick McCaffrey from Iowa City West and, uh, the, as mentioned, Tyreek LeCour of Des Moines North. Going to be a great tournament. Looking forward to that next week. Tomorrow, it'll be the Girls State Class 5A semifinal round. In the first game at 1.30, we will bring you the matchup with Indianola and Grace Berg, who is already committed to play at Missouri as they go up against Cedar Falls. And then the 3.15 game, West Des Moines Valley against Iowa City West. All to come here on 1700. Next, we're going to go into Big Four basketball. Live from St. Louis at Arch Madness, Kevin Lehman. He joins us coming up on the other side here. It's Jimmy B and TC. The
1: big games play here westwood one sports on des moines station for news talk sports 1700 kbgg
2: the weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. We all know it pays to compare,
4: but nobody likes having to search five or ten websites to find exactly what they want. That's why we started Tripping.com. Hi, I'm Jen O'Neill
5: and I'm Jeff Manheimer
4: and we're the founders of Tripping.com, the world's largest site for vacation rentals.
5: On Tripping.com, we make it easy to compare vacation rentals from the world's most trusted sites. So you only have to make one stop when you want to pick the perfect rental for your next vacation.
4: On Tripping.com, you simply type in where you want to go, the dates you want to stay and we'll search through more than 10 million vacation rentals to find the right one for you.
5: We even show you if there are different prices available from different sites. So you know you're getting the best deal on on your dream vacation rental,
4: whether you're looking for a house with a hot tub and a beach view,
5: a lakeside cabin with separate bedrooms for the kids,
4: or the perfect downtown condo near all the action, you'll find exactly what you're looking for on Tripping.com.
5: That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G.com.
4: To find the perfect place to stay, go to Tripping.com today.
6: I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray has a $300,000 group life insurance policy but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call
5: 1-800-860-6565. That's 1-800-860-6565. 1-800-860-6565. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
2: Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it even cricket? Draft House 50
1: has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and So much
0: more.
2: And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
7: See you soon.
5: At dsmcredit.com. We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit. With respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments no credit we call that just getting started bankruptcy so you took a chance at dsmcredit.com it's all about a positive perspective get a 2017 Stu hansen hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down go to dsmcredit.com or call 253-3000 Stu hansen hyundai and clive you need credit at dsmcredit.com we positively hear you 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit
1: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: From high school basketball, we go next over to the college game. Kevin Lehman, he sees them all here in the state of Iowa. Across the Country Collin College basketball games. He joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Kevin, live from St. Louis, how's the early rendition there of Arch Madness? Well, it's a
8: beautiful day down here, Trent. Expect a big crowd at the Scott Trade Center. And uh, we got two teams at the top. we got eight others trying to for a chance to play those top two, Wichita State and Illinois State.
2: Well, uh, coming up tonight in the nightcap, it'll be Bradley against our hometown Drake Bulldogs. Things went south in the second half of the schedule for Drake. They dropped their final nine games. A lot of questions surrounding this program. What's going to happen next if Jeff Rudder is uh, going to have a chance to get that job? He'll be interviewed, but what's the likelihood in your mind for Rudder? <laughs> well,
8: I'll tell you what, Trent. Uh, knowing the business and dealing with athletic directors, you know, there's seven wins in the season, five in the league. That's a tough sell to your booster base, to your fan base. I think Jeff's got to make a strong run in this tournament to have a shot at that job, and he's done a tremendous job in a tough situation, taking over at mid-year, really invigorated his team for some time. They shot the ball well, playing with house money, but they haven't defended at a very high cliff and have not rebounded recently well enough. They've got to turn those things around. They're going to be a young and pretty talented Bradley team tonight.
2: Yeah, you know, if, if you're in that spot for Drake, let's say they do make the decision and they're going to move on and uh, bring in a different coach and a different regime with the Bulldog program. What avenue do you look at if you're in the spot of Sandy Hatfield Club? Is it somebody with ties to Drake, somebody with ties to Iowa? Does that matter? Does that get overblown? We've seen like the last two coaches it has not worked out with, with Giacoletti and with Phelps, two guys that didn't have those ties here to the state. Do you look more internally, or do you make it something where you're just finding the best coach, regardless of their ties, here to Iowa?
8: I think you have to find someone, Trent, that understands the culture, not only of Drake basketball, but of the Drake University. Because you don't want someone to come in there and say, hey, I need this, I need that. You know, there are certain things you're going to get with Drake, and every school and every institution has pluses and they have their minuses. So you have to accentuate the positives and try to work on the negative. So I think it's real important that you understand that culture, you understand Des Moines, because I think Des Moines is a great basketball team. If you got some wins behind the Bulldogs, people would be coming out of woodwork fill the Nap Center.
2: Well, and I think there's kids here that you see in the CIML and and across the state of Iowa finding a better way to recruit some of the guys, the guys that have gotten away to the Dakota schools as of late. We've seen that. You know, Albany a few years ago when they made a big run, almost by, knocked off Yukon. they did it two Iowans. It was Brian Lillis and it was the Wilson kid uh, from up in Cedar Rapids. I mean, there's plenty of kids here just in the state. I'm not talking about fill your roster with ten to twelve kids from the state of Iowa, but but finding those kids, evaluating them early, and getting in there, and, and kind of taking the uh, same method that you and I has built.
8: Well, I was going to say that's a great point. That's what Northern Iowa has done. You know, they've just mined Eastern Iowa uh, in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area with, and gotten good players out of there. Then they've gone into Wisconsin and Minnesota, a bit into Texas now. But this was the thought pattern when Creighton left for the Big East. Creighton used to try to get those better players out of Iowa. Korver, uh, Funk, Ryan Sears, uh, Doug McDermott. Now that Creighton is in the Big East, they are looking at a different level of recruit, and they're going different directions. So I think it opens the door for Drake that you've got to go in there with Northern Iowa. And was at Northern Iowa, we said, okay, let's find the guys that Iowa doesn't think are quite good enough for them. Those are the guys we need to get. Cam Johnson's of the world, Jason Reese, to come and play at Northern Iowa. So there are plenty of great players in the state of Iowa. Look back at how many NBA guys there are. Mm-hmm. When you go back and look at Ryan Bowen, Ricky Davis, at one time the state of Iowa had more per capita in the NBA than any other state in the union. And there's great high school coaching in Iowa. So I, I think you hit on the right button there. You've got to get the best guys out of Iowa. Then you've got to find a niche somewhere else to pull guys in. Because we always try to get a player out of Chicago when I was at Northern Iowa and St. Louis and Minneapolis to go along with our Iowa guys that were going to be the core of our team.
2: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's uh something that I think could work at a place like Drake. And you know, you can sell getting to you know, you look across the landscape of the MVC, Springfield, Missouri, Cedar Falls, Iowa. You know, there's some outposts there. You got a real city here in Des Moines, you can recruit to that, and a great university on top of it. The right guy can win here. They just got to go out there and find him.
8: Well, Trent, if you look at the Shivers practice facility, that's as good as any in the Valley. Hmm. That's another attraction that they have. And every game now, because of the Valley on ESPN3, mm-hmm. every contest you can see on television or stream on your computer. So no matter where you're at, you can attract them because your parents and friends can see you play. But still, we used to always say at Northern Iowa, let's recruit guys that can drive home for Thanksgiving dinner. They have more invested, they're closer, and that was one of the recruiting philosophies that we had. And I, and also, I think in today's world, Trent, maybe you'll look overseas because you have a very high academic school, and those European kids, those Australian kids, They are looking for high academic standards.
2: Makes a lot of sense. Let's jump over and uh, go to a place that you know very well, Northern Iowa. The Panthers struggled over the last week after turning things around. Uh, Second half got away much like it did the week prior in the matchup against Illinois State like it did against Wichita. Offensively, the Cats are just struggling right now.
8: Well, not only offensively. in Those last three games, Wichita State, Indiana State, and Illinois State they didn't defend at the level we saw them defend at earlier. Because when they were winning those 9 of 10, they were holding teams below 39% from the field and below 58 points. They haven't done that the last three games. And I asked Coach Jake, is your offense affecting your team's ability to play defense? Of course, the good coaching answer he gave me was no, he didn't think so. But, you know, when players make shots, they get a little more hop in their step when they run to that defensive end and get a little more focused. So those two go hand-in-hand. Hand. But I think Northern Iowa has to get back where they defend. If they're going to make some noise in this tournament, and Bennett Cook cannot get in early foul problems. They're going to play inside out. They're going to play out Bennett Cook. He can't be sitting on the bench picking up that foul the first three minutes of a game.
2: Going to need that Missouri State. their opening matchup in the 3-6 game coming up tomorrow night. Kevin, as you look at this one, uh, tell us a little bit about Missouri State. Of course, they knocked off you and I during that rough stretch at the beginning of conference play. What you're seeing lately out of the Bears?
0: Well, They've
8: got a young man, Alizé Johnson, who was just named Newcomer of the Year. Double-double machine. Now, he's had two 20-rebound games. Swanigan from Purdue is the only other guy in the country to do that. So he is a problem from the start. You've got to be able to get him under control a point forward at six foot nine, that can start the break. That is one of the issues you deal with with Missouri State team. But Missouri State, you know, they've had some struggles themselves. These teams obviously flipped both winning on each other's home court. So I think it's I think the matchups we have: Bradley, Drake, Evansville, Indiana State. We've got some very good matchups because if you look at the Valley, you've got the two teams at the top: Illinois State with 17 wins. Wichita State with 17 wins. The third-place game, the third-place team is Northern Iowa with nine wins. I've never seen a league that has an eight-win differential from first place to third place. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Yeah, it is very, very rare that you see something like that, but that's been the case uh, this year in the MVC. How about this, Kevin? We know that Illinois State and Wichita, both the uh, runaway favorites here in the MVC, to take a uh, cut home t- down the net's and take home the automatic bid. Who's more susceptible to a semifinal round upset? We'll leave the quarters out of there. Illinois State against either SIU or Loyola, or would it be the Shockers against the winner of I, missouri State?
8: Well, I, I like Loyola's first five, but their bench struggles. But when they put uh, Andre Jackson at that first five, that's a very talented Loyola team. They haven't got much help off the bench. And here's the thing about Wichita State. They have no seniors, Trent, and usually this is a tournament that's won by seniors, but they are so talented. Look at their losses. They lost to Michigan State, Louisville, Oklahoma State, and Illinois State. That's their four losses. I'm kind of shocked that Lenardi only has them as an eight seed because that is a pretty strong resume. Oh, I really think Wichita State, this is a team that can make some noise in March, and Illinois State – probably is the team that's more susceptible to getting knocked off in this tournament. Mm -hmm. Although, they're awful good, man. Both Mm -hmm. those teams can really play some defense.
2: Well, the crazy thing is with Greg Marshall, I mean, this is a guy that has had a ton of success there, yet the only time he's won it was with his undefeated team that went on and got upset by uh, Kentucky in the round of 32 a couple years ago. That's the only time he's ever won Arch Madness.
8: I know. Isn't that interesting? Because he's dominated the league the last couple years during the regular season but it has struggled in the postseason play at Arch Madness. So you'll wonder about if there's something there with that. But I, I think this is a little different. Wichita's 18th, when you watch them offensively, they are really, really good. And they've always been solid at the defensive end. Now, Illinois State, they're trying to get Macau McIntosh back from a knee injury. They're, you know, They've got some pieces that they're trying to fit together now that haven't been as smooth during the season as you would like it to be.
2: Hey, uh, back to Missouri State for a moment. Paul Lust, who a lot of people might remember uh, his freshman year with the Hawkeyes, had a broken leg, ended up transferring and uh, finishing his career at Southern Illinois. Is he in trouble there at Missouri State? I mean, never been, not just to the NCAA tournament, only one 120-win season. Missouri State, a pretty good program throughout the years. Spoonhour, Alford, they've had good coaches and good success. Is he in trouble if they get bounced here by you and I?
8: Well, when you say the word Paul Lusk, I think of three things. Uh, I was at the game when he broke his leg against Drake when he was playing for the Hawkeyes. It was at Veterans Memorial Coliseum downtown Des Moines. Snapped his tibia and fibia. And the second thing I remember about him is uh, he picked up a loose ball at midcourt, shot it underhand, down three, got the whistle, made three free throws, and we lost to him in overtime at Northern Iowa. And the third thing is he has on some great Southern Illinois teams uh, that made huge runs in the early 90s. But the word I'm hearing, they have high expectations at Missouri State. And, yeah, there's a lot of talk down there about Paul Lust's contract and if they need to make a change, which is unfortunate because I think he's done a fantastic job with them.
2: How about uh, other coaching changes in the MVC? Another guy with Iowa ties. At Indiana State, Greg Lansing, uh, there's some rumblings possibly that this could be his last go with the Sycamores. Anything else out there that you can see? We know Drake is open, and we'll see what happens there. But is it Missouri State, Indiana State that uh, appear to be the most likely?
8: I think Greg Lansing's in a great position. Uh, he's got a new athletic director, but uh, Greg, being the smart guy that he is, signed a five-year contract with the old athletic director mm. a year ago. So he's in good shape there. He told me that. A number of times, they've got some recruits coming in. He's kind of excited about next year's team and what's going to happen with it. So I think, you know, the rumblings we have at Missouri State are about the only ones I'm hearing right now. Of course, we're going to have something happen at Drake, whether it's Jeff Rutter or it's a new face in there. But other than that, I think the Valley is pretty secure. But, hey, what about, I'm already hearing Greg Marshall I hear the name being floated around NC State, and some of those openings are going to come. So, uh, you know, Greg Marshall dabbled, I believe, in the Alabama job a year or two ago. So, it's, is he going to stick or? Anything? He's got a pretty good deal down there yes. those, with those Coke brothers and Coke Arena and the private jet. So, uh, there's that old saying in coaching: "Don't mess with Happy."
2: Yeah, yeah. Three point three million dollars can go a long ways in Wichita, Kansas. There's no doubt about it. And uh, what he's built and the pressure in comparison to some of those other jobs might just be happy and content to uh, stick there in Wichita for a little bit longer. Uh, You know, as you go through it and you look at the uh, big four here, we talk a lot about the MVC. But let's jump over Iowa tonight in action, trying to keep their NCAA hopes alive. It's going to take... Two more wins in the regular season, and then probably a couple more uh, down in D.C. for the conference tournament just to get on the right side of the bubble. As you look at this Hawk squad back to the Maryland game, boy, that was fun to watch. Anytime you hit 16 threes, it's an enjoyable experience to watch.
8: Especially 16 threes on the road. Yeah, And Bohanna knocking in eight of those threes. This Iowa Hawkeye team, I tell you, they are fun to watch. You know, Illinois, they lose to Illinois twice, and you're like scratching your head. Is this team going the wrong direction? I thought the win over Indiana was huge. Then to go into Maryland and do what they do was fantastic. And I think you're seeing Tyler Cook do what we thought he would do. The broken finger set him back a little bit, but he just dominates inside late in games. And then Jordan Bohannon certainly has played beyond anybody's expectations. And I like the emergence now of Christian Williams Mm -hmm. and Bohannon together. Gives them a different look at up Bohannon's ball handling, so he can be more of a shooter. I kind of like what that's given him here. And Trent, I think you, along with I, criticized Graham McCaffrey for playing eleven guys. It's got they have fresh legs now. I think that eleven man rotation is a big benefit at this point.
2: It is, and uh, another guy you mentioned the emergence of Christian Williams getting to play off the ball a little bit more. I think that's just a, a lot better recipe for him. <laughs> And, and just what he has uh, as a skill set currently. But Tyler Cook, a uh, game slowing down for him, his emergence. Boy, he's played really well. We always know the athleticism is there, but he's looking like a real ball player.
8: Oh, he really has. you know. And what he's done late, he's got to the free throw line And, of course, when you hit 16 threes, there's a lot of space inside to play because they got to go to that three-point line and chase you off. It, and he is really a as an inside presence. For that Iowa team. And, you know, never, we got to talk about Peter Chalk as well as he's played and Nicholas Bear. Those guys have been steady throughout this season for the Hawkeyes. So, you know, I had them written off, but they got a shot at it when you look at it. And I really think an NIT bid would be spectacular for this young Iowa team. They're in a tournament situation, it's one or done, and you get, that's a great experience for that young team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We finish up here. Kevin Lehman joining us on the Draft House 50 hotline as we take a look. Iowa State, odd game, Friday night game against West Virginia to cap their regular season. The Cyclones have come back. Boy, they played some good basketball here down the stretch. And that game Tuesday night against Oklahoma State, entertaining up and down, just what you love to see there. Your thoughts on the Cyclones and their turnaround here over the last few weeks?
8: That is a fun team to watch. And look what their resume has. They've won in Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. They've won at Oklahoma State. I mean, they've got five road wins in the Big 12, going for number six at West Virginia. If they pull that off, I mean, they've got to bounce up to a, a, at least a six seed and maybe a five. I, I've been really impressed. And Solomon Young has given them that inside presence, that big body, even if he's just ball screening and rebounding has given them a new dimension. And I think I mentioned this with you last week. I think Donovan Jackson giving them points off the bench has also been huge for the success of this Iowa State team.
2: I'm with there there as well, and he's been shooting it. Just an incredible clip. He's over uh, 60% here for a long time. I mean, you go back to January, he's shooting that well from the three-point line, and anytime he can get that, Uh, From a guy off the bench, you got to take it along with his playmaking ability. And Jackson, you know, he's a kid that loves that big moment. It seems like too every time there's a tight spot, seems like Jackson's in there and he's ready to fire.
8: Well, he hit that big shot at Kansas when they won that game. And you think about this time of year, arch madness. uh, You get in the Big Ten or Big Twelve tournament play. Somebody has to step up that you don't expect. You gotta get somebody else and for Northern Iowa to be successful, you know, I said Spencer Hallman's gotta have a game. Juwan McLeod's gotta play well for him. And it's the same thing with an Iowa team or an Iowa State team that somebody's gotta step up for you that you don't expect to if you're gonna make a deep run this time of year.
2: Kevin Lehman live from St. Louis getting ready for Arch Madness tonight, game one, Evansville, Indiana State. And then Drake against Bradley coming up at about 8.30. Kevin, looking forward to that. Much more March Madness upon us. It's a fun time of year. Thanks for giving us a few minutes.
8: Well, you got to fill me in now on how are the Iowa City Regina girls doing in the state tournament. Right, they play sometime today.
2: Well, let me bring it up here for you. Uh, they're, in fact, uh, playing right now. Let's bring it up. and guys. you some Denise.
8: Two nieces, Sarah Lehman and Lexi Lehman playing for that number one Regina team.
2: Well, wow. I, I'm sorry to say that uh, your alma mater, the Regals, they're in trouble as they start the fourth quarter down to the Wolfpack from Hull Western Christian, 56-39. And Sarah's struggling two a 16 from the floor.
8: Well, I knew that uh, Western Christian team was going to have some size, mm-hmm. as they usually do. Well... Fourth quarter comeback, baby. There you go. We're I never, love it. You're never out of it.
2: I love it. I love it. Kevin, enjoy St. Louis. We'll talk again next week. All right, TC. Thanks a lot, buddy. That's Kevin Laven with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Always good catching up with him. Arch Madness uh, over the next four days starting tonight. Drake at 830. You and I will play Missouri State tomorrow night at 830. It's a game you can hear right here on 1700 KBGG. We'll take a break, put a cap on things, some picks, Iowa, Wisconsin tonight, and much more. Don't go anywhere. Back here in a moment as we're live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.
1: Keep it here on 1700 KBGG for UNI Basketball. Des Moines Station for sports. 1700
2: KBGG. TriContin Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tab system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
1: dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR.
5: As 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing, new approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates. supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return fees and conditions apply. Call for details off-range
0: Just a few blocks west off Highway 141, you'll be drawn in as you step out of your car and take a deep breath of the magnificent smells coming from the Radish, a true hidden gem in Grimes. In this quaint, inviting, deep green and red home-turned-restaurant, you'll find one of the only made-from-scratch kitchens in Des Moines. The Radish serves daily lunch and dinner specials, along with premium steaks, seafood and pasta off the menu, along with dine-in, palate-pleasing meals. The Radish is known for catering weddings, lunches, and local events. Lunch, dinner, catering. The Radish, only a few blocks west off Highway 141 in Grimes, theradishdining.com. That's theradishdining.com. The Radish in Grimes is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of the Radish gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of the Radish gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Now that I've joined Audible, my drive time is more... Well, thrilling, as I listen to Paula Hawkins, The Girl on the Train.
5: I know something happened on Saturday. I knew it when I looked into that dark tunnel under the railway line, my blood turning to ice water in my veins. And that's why I don't take the train.
1: Get The Girl on the Train free when you start a 30-day trial
5: at audible.com actnow act now. Audible. Turn anytime into story time.
1: 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them, too. Each week, go to our website at 1700KBGG.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate, and bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700 1700 KBGG.com. Since
6: 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation. Or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's Wolf construction.net for Wolf Construction. A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Wolf
1: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored
2: by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back one final time as we put a cap on things here, Jimmy B and T.C., I'm the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG and 100.9 the Cub. Glad to have you uh, here with us. Jimmy B, he'll be back on Monday. He's out calling basketball games in Idaho. Got to assume that's a big paycheck for Jimmy B. Uh, He'll be back, though, on Monday getting ready for championship week. Already begins earlier today as I'm a weirdo and I watch all kinds of things, college basketball. I watch Chris Clemens, a kid from Campbell, the Fighting Camel, score 51 points. As Camel, the seven seed in the Big South tournament, upsets UNC Asheville. And you bet I had action on that one. More games going on this afternoon. Boys, this a great time. Cannot beat it. Speaking of point spreads, tonight Iowa remains a 12.5-point underdog at the Kohl Center against Wisconsin. And as the Badgers have struggled here over the last three weeks, had the uh, opener of maybe some disruption when they lost that home game against Wisconsin on a Sunday night. And since then, it's just a team that hasn't looked right. Bronson Canning has not been healthy, and I think that's number one where you start. This is a kid that many people think has a shot to play in the NBA, play at the next level, an athletic kid that can shoot it from the outside, and he really makes that Wisconsin team go. But as you go through and you're wondering, you know, what's going on with Wisconsin, does Iowa have a realistic shot here? I think maybe some people's minds are, a bit tilted because of what happened at Maryland, the way that Iowa played. The likelihood that Iowa is going to knock down 16 threes again is very low. This is a team that outside of that game against Maryland has struggled on the road. I believe they're 1-9-1 against the spread on the road. Senior night, Vito Brown has always played well against Iowa. you still got Nigel Hayes inside, and of course Ethan Hap, who for a long time was right up there with Biggie Swanigan for Big Ten, a Big Ten Player of the Year. So all these things coupled together, I don't think it happens two in a row. I think all the talk that we've had here after the win against Indiana, after the win against Maryland, about this team winning out in the regular season and maybe getting on the bubble, I think it all ends tonight, and it'll just leave. The only way that they're going to get it done and get to the NCAA tournament is going to Washington, D.C. and winning the whole dang thing. I think we're going to find that out tonight. We'll say uh, Badgers get it done this evening. 74-59. I, I see a pretty easy victory here. I see some of those struggles continuing here and and just defensively the way that they play. But hey, with the emergence of Tyler Cook, the way that he played, Mohannon keeps knocking down shots. Maybe, just maybe. And the other thing, you know, outside of the free throws against Indiana, still waiting for uh, Peter Jack to come back in a big way, have one of those games where he, he hits 5-6-7-3, something along those lines. That's still out there. Hawkeyes are going to need that if they're going to get it done tonight up in Wisconsin. Got that going on. Also, Drake Bradley tonight. Does it end or do the Bulldogs extend their season for one more? They would play uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock against Wichita if they get the victory. Uh, we'll just put them out of their misery. And with 10 losses in a row and a loss tonight against uh, a young and improving Bradley squad. That'll do it for the program today. Back again tomorrow at noon We got Marty and Miller. They come your way next.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
7: See you soon.
0: You don't need more sports, but
8: you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today
6: for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call
5: 1-800-860-6565. That's 1-800-860-6565. 1-800-860-6565. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
4: Sometimes diabetes can feel more like, don't-abetes, don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy.
5: At DSM Credit We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit. With respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit.
2: Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door. Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? <laughs> That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy New Year. This year, resolve to promote
5: your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples, make more happen. Offer ends 3 See a Staples associate for details.
0: Whether you're an experienced shooter or someone who's new to firearms, we have a sweet deal for you on 1700 KBGG. This Friday, you get $120 worth of certificates to Range Masters for just $60. Bucks. Range Masters Training Center is Iowa's premier indoor shooting range. Climate-controlled inside the 18,000-square-foot building. Visit the friendly and knowledgeable Range Masters staff at Range